Brianna. I'm Sarah. And we are the, the Squad, Squad Ghouls. Just a couple of creepy gals that love creepy things. Way creepy. Super creepy. Creepy things, well, not creepy people. Yeah. <laughs> Dep- well, it depends. I mean, I'm creepy. Depends on what? I'm creepy. No, you're not. You and your freaking pink everything. I know. I try. There's nothing creepy about that. <laughs> Well, maybe it's creepy how much you like the color pink. Well, exactly. Okay. That works. All right. I'm here. Got it. <laughs> uh, well, I have a joke for you. Go on. Okay. Where do witches go look up random facts? I don't know, Brie. Where do they go? The Wikipedia. <laughs> okay, that's good. <laughs> I thought you might like that oh. one. Good. Fun fact, kids, you're not supposed to cite Wikipedia as references on your college papers, so don't do it. Don't do it. It's a uh, bad, bad choice. Do not do it. Any <laughs> any Yahoo can edit Wikipedia. Usually it's pretty accurate, but, you know, still any Yahoo can edit Wikipedia. Yeah. I have one for you. I'm ready. How do ghosts fly? How? They use British scareways. <laughs> Oh my gosh, these just get better and That's better. So bad. <laughs> oh man. Well, shall we get into our booze news? We shall. Okay. Booze news. Booze news. Well, I have something that you might enjoy. Go on. Because I'm pretty sure you're gonna go look this up uh-huh. as soon as I'm done talking about uh-huh. it. Uh-huh. I'm reading it and I'm already ahead of you. <laughs> so a brand new horror icon tiki mug is launching. Um I put tomorrow, but it's actually there now on mondoshop.com and uh this is from bloody disgusting um they exclusively learned <gasps> that this one is based on bill skarsgård's pennywise from oh my God, it's the so new perfect. the new version of it um and there uh it's a ceramic mug holds approximately 37 ounces of whatever you please. Oh, okay. So that's why it's $65. I was yep. looking on their website. I'm like, $65? I mean, I'm still in the checkout cart right now. <laughs> so $65. clearly you did not pay attention to the price at all. Well, and you saw that it comes in different colors, right? Yes, but I really like the classic orange and red. Okay, yeah. Because there's a red, uh, an orange and red glaze. Mm-hmm. And then there's the red, balloon red glaze. And then, I don't know why, but there's a brown glaze. Yeah, I didn't like the other ones but yeah i don't it's weird anyway <laughs> okay so but they heard the cost they, of each tiki mug is 65 dollars. so i yeah i didn't even read the price i just saw in in the notes that it said pennywise tiki mug and i'm like all right <laughs> let's do this and um they uh will ship to the u.s japan puerto rico guam u.s virgin islands and u.s military bases i mean i did just spend 200 dollars at total wine today before we started recording so i mean i'm just living my best life and also spending too much money on tiki mugs <laughs> well guess what now you have a tiki mug to put wine in i don't know you wouldn't put wine in there but it doesn't matter i'm not above it let's be real <laughs> but you have another glass to use for something right i mean 37 ounces of whatever you want oh my god so much tequila i love it you're officially in the checkout oh yeah or you're being great. processed <laughs> <laughs> well some other cool news and done oh sorry are you finished i'm done 
Thank you for your order. <laughs> we're gonna Sarah. have to post this on Instagram when it comes, <laughs> yes, and tag Mondo Shop mm-hmm. in there. Anyway, mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. So in the wake of Ratched, we've uh, learned that uh, from Deadline that Ryan Murphy has set up his new project at Netflix, and it will be a limited series about Jeffrey Dahmer. Yeah. yeah so uh, it's gonna be from uh, ryan murphy and the co-creator uh ian brennan and it's gonna be titled monster the jeffrey dahmer story yeah. interesting yeah so and then uh richard jenkins from the shape of water is on board to play oh, no dahmer's way. father right on yeah i'm i'm here for this <laughs> and um it's it's basically going to be a 10 episode limited series and it's going to span uh the 1960s 70s and 80s and then it will end with Dahmer's arrest in the early 90s um janet mock from pose is writing and directing and carl franklin from mindhunter is also directing uh, directing i can't talk it's fine i do love pose (laughs) me too i I like janet mock yeah. in general i'm ready for season three i know if we can uh, make janet mock if you can hear us <laughs> if you're listening but we know that you aren't please release season three of pose yeah we're ready it's been a long time since we had the tiger documentary to keep us occupied in quarantine so. yeah i need something else now thank you por favor please thank you <laughs> Uh, in other news, there is a new horror anthology series coming. Sam Raimi calls The Mortuary Collection a Ooh. twisted tapestry of grisly fun and endlessly inventive horror. Ooh. Yeah. Um, so Rotten Tomatoes also claims that it is, quote unquote, one of the best horror anthologies in years. So you can look for it on Shutter beginning on October 15th, which will be, I think, when this episode airs. So go listen to this first, then go look it up on Shutter. Yep. Um, so there's also a trailer that's available to check out. So make sure that you YouTube that. And it is Five Twisted Tales of Terror that transports you back to the anthology series of the 70s with loving inspiration from EC Horror Comics. Oh. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, it should be interesting. And for those of you that were fans of the series, or not series, it wasn't a series, thank God. It was a movie, but now it's apparently going to be a series of oh, movies. interesting. Um, so for those of you that were fans of the film Don't Breathe, it appears that the sequel has not only gone behind cameras, but is close to, if not done filming. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, So Stephen Lang returns as the quote unquote blind man. um, And he actually went on Twitter and told fans that he's personally wrapped and done with his section of filming. Oh. Yeah. So Fidi Alvarez, who directed the first film, did not return to direct the sequel. And the title is rumored to be Don't Breathe Again. Okay. Yeah. I, uh, I don't know how I feel about that. That was super creative. It was very creative, but it was really unsettling. <laughs> I, I I was okay. No, that was good. I didn't really like it. No. I don't know. No, but you know what was wrong? I was blue. I was rooting for the blind guy the whole time. I think yeah. I know that he was he was also you know sick and sadistic and twisted. But these kids broke into his house. Be like, I know exactly. I'm like, hey, that's uh, self defense, right? <laughs> Justifiable <laughs> homicide. Yep. <laughs> Indeed. they broke in mm-hmm. that's why i have ring right exactly last but not least 
we have some exciting news going back to the tiger documentary aha uh-huh. everyone's favorite tiger king so i guess it's appropriate to say hey all you cool bats and witches <laughs> the best <laughs> uh so zach fagans and team are actually going to be airing an episode of an investigation of ghost adventures that they did on joe exotics zoo grounds that is real interesting mm-hmm. so it ends on or not ends it airs on october 29th mm. on travel channel i wonder if they're going to be able to um reach carol Bas- baskin's uh, ex-husband but he didn't die there, right? He died in Florida. Oh, well, I'm just saying he might just, you know. He might make an appearance just because yeah, he knows he TV. Might, he might pop in and say, hey. <laughs> you know, stranger things have happened. Right, exactly. <laughs> well, I'm going to continue sharing some awesome organizations to follow. And I've been like really looking up some really cool ones, by the way. But anyway, I noticed. <laughs> so uh, this one I'm going to share today is Center for Cultural Power. And I thought this was really important, especially pretty much in the state that we're in right now <laughs> in the United States, <laughs> but really just in general all over the world. Mm-hmm. I thought this is just really important organization anyway so um the center for cultural power is a woman of color artist-led organization inspiring artists and culture makers to imagine a world where power is distributed equally and oh wait yeah that was not the word i was supposed to say (laughs) but it's okay (laughs) and where we live in harmony with nature they support artists through fellowships training and opportunities for activation and they create intersectional stories and content addressing issues of migration climate gender and racial justice nice so yeah they're doing like a they're good work lots of good work so pretty much how they kind of reach out to everybody so they do um mainly leadership so they they build you know the power of artists through fellowships trainings and um and activations and that group is called the disruptors fellowship oh nice i like the name i do (laughs) and then also um intersectional storytelling so they activate and inspire artists through intersectional storytelling on issues of migration climate and gender justice as well as racial justice and they um engage nonprofit groups in cultural strategy create and amplify amplify oh god <laughs> i'll get it i will so get it okay amplify <laughs> content and center directly impacted communities and that is called climate woke I love climate this woke i know <laughs> i'm here for this yes and then of course they have field building and so there they build a field where the arts and social justice sectors meet supporting a thriving ecosystem of cultural strategy through um uh design teams and uh strategy tables right on so they're doing some things but i just love that it's run by women of color and they're using you know inspiring artists to you know get their have their voices heard so good job i love it Doing some things. Mm Got to take back power, everybody. Do it. (laughs) Today's episode is our review of the Urban Legends drive-through haunt that we attended last Saturday. Yeah, 
And it was held at the Orange County Fairgrounds here in Costa Mesa, California. Not that we're in Costa Mesa, California, but it's not far from where we live in no. California. Um, so we took a trip out. It didn't take us that long to get there. It only took us like an no, hour and it 20 seemed like minutes. It, I mean, but we were having such a good conversation on the way there that... <laughs> we had fun. It just, you know, it, it went it went past like way too quick. Oh yeah, Totally. So and, and not talking about the maze, it's no. <laughs> the drive through itself. <laughs> and we were really curious to see how this was going to be because, I, I mean, as everyone knows, COVID has canceled pretty much everything mm-hmm. Halloween-wise. Um, however, there are still some good haunts that are taking place, um, particularly drive throughs Dri- I'm seeing drive through haunts popping up all over the country, which yeah. is... I, I commend the creativity of people to keep the spooky season on spooky yes, spirit alive. I appreciate that. Absolutely. However. <laughs> um, <laughs> do you want to say it first? Or you want me to? Um, okay, I guess Savage Bree can come out. Get it, girl. You guys. <laughs> it was not scary, like, at all. It wasn't even good. Like... I think, I I don't know. I don't want to compare it. In, I don't want to sound that mean. But well, so here, we'll give everybody. Yeah, well, okay. I, yeah I was going to say, we can just give them kind of like the rundown. Yeah. So if you haven't gone and you plan to, please skip forward. Because we're going to tell mm-hmm. you, like, kind of what happens. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, so if you haven't, please skip way ahead. Because <laughs> we're just going to go through everything. <laughs> I mean, actually like not to hurt our downloads or to hurt our streams on our various podcasting platforms but you should probably stop listening now if you're gonna go yeah exactly because we're sorry if you're already about your i mean if you don't know already by now we kind of give you the rundown on everything movies books (laughs) and now uh drive-through haunts we ruined the end game yeah (laughs) no we really didn't ruin end game we i mean i ruined it for somebody six months after but right but seriously if you haven't seen it by now you should have seen it by now yep for sure sorry (laughs) so um so when we pulled in of Mm -hmm. course we got v oh wait oh i'm sorry i'll let you start oh oh, no no oh sorry sorry just gonna say we should uh, um a little bit of background on the tickets so there were oh yes two different um or i think two or three i was gonna say we got vip (laughs) we did get vip um but when you drove in first off it was very difficult to find the gate Mm-hmm. in which you were supposed to pull in. So when you get off the freeway uh, in Costa Mesa to go to the fairgrounds, you're immediately dropped at gate 10. You need to go into gate two, which is way the hell down the street and around the corner. It's like yeah. a good, you know, mile or so away. Understandable fairgrounds are very, very large. Yeah. Now that was what- my first time there to the fairgrounds. Oh, really? In general. So I've never been. So I think for somebody like me, I mean, some signs would have been good. Yeah, there were, it was very poorly marked. <laughs> I mean, luckily, there, a bunch of cars were going that way. So yes. it was easy to kind of figure out, oh, that's where we're going. Yes. But yeah, some signs would have been nice. Yes, it was not marked very well. Once we got inside, the poorly marked signs continued. It was very difficult to figure out. And all the cones. Oh my God. Let me tell you, if Mario Kart was real life, 
I felt like I was on a Mario Kart course, like taking these really sharp turns, trying to get around the cones and not hit any. It was so great. I have to say that added to like the experience. Oh my gosh. It was so much fun. And I was in the backseat. So, oh my gosh, I, I was like, hope y'all ain't car sick because this is going to be crazy. I had my hands up. (laughs) As you should. Um, yeah, and, and and when you got in there, there was no line for because we bought a VIP because whenever we go anywhere, we spend the money and buy VIP. Yep. If you don't have Dave Ramsey in your life, get Dave Ramsey in your life and learn how to budget for spooky season activities and always buy VIP. Don't stand in the peasant line for any reason nope, ever. Because then you won't get to see everything. Exactly. Um, but, you know, that was the really crappy part. Nothing was marked. Nope. And it wasn't until we, and and even, okay, so when we drove in, there were the two lanes and we noticed that there, and that was just where we were directed to go by an attendant, but it was in two different lanes and we noticed there was nobody on the other side. So we're going, what, is there a reason that we can't, you know, just go in front of all these peasants? So we did. Um, (laughs) And there wasn't a reason why we couldn't have, but we got up there and we got VIP. Right. And so when we get there, we got um, two glow sticks. Oh, yeah. Our little raver sticks. Our spooky yeah, raver sticks. We didn't really understand the meaning, but I'll get to that later <laughs> <laughs> of why maybe they were necessary. Um, and then they, um, they told us to put them in the window so that they would kind of know that we're VIP, basically, mm-hmm. so that they would guide us into the, the correct lane so that's what they did and then while we were waiting you know kind of for the the line to move into the actual drive through haunt we got our picture taken and they texted us which okay well i guess i can't complain about the picture but i mean he could have focused <laughs> i'm just saying <laughs> like none of our faces are in focus no your car is in focus well yeah it's a it's a big black blob <laughs> But <laughs> you can't really, I mean, we can distinguish, distinguish that it's us, but anyway, but. <laughs> and the, yeah, the photo op that was advertised, I thought was, I thought it was going to be a little place outside of your yeah. car. Um, and I, I totally understand that in the we, times We got of all COVID, dressed up for nothing. Right. <laughs> because you know us. We always dr- We dress up for pictures, you guys. I mean, I if mean, you couldn't already tell. We dress up to go to the grocery store. Let's that's be real. True. I dressed up to go to the beach. I, I mean, mean. I mean. That's <laughs> fair. <laughs> I, I mean, but I also dress up at work and I work on a farm. That's true. You do. So that's my life um (laughs) but yeah it wasn't quite the the photo op that we were expecting nope and it wasn't very well advertised when we bought the like on the ticket itself Mm -hmm. one when we bought it but two on the ticket it was not advertised as a in-car photo op yeah so i was thinking we're gonna just have to put our mask on get out Mm -hmm. take a quick picture Mm -hmm. and then get back in the car go through the haunt Mm -hmm. like i think that would have actually added to the experience a little bit and it probably would have helped as far as um like slowing down the line a little bit agreed because i feel like we're just bumper to bumper and they're just kind of pushing us in a little bit yep so anyway but after we passed that part and we finally 
kind of sort of get into the beginning of the drive-through and we um so as we're waiting to get into the main part we are loaded up into an area and there's different uh characters kind of walking around but they're not really scary they were in and out people like yeah, they, like in and out the restaurant so yeah. for our international listeners or listeners outside of the western part of the united states California people are ridiculously obsessed with a restaurant called In-N-Out. And I don't know why. Which is very basic. It's it's <laughs> like when McDonald's first started in the 50s and they had four items on the menu. That's mm-hmm. what In-N-Out is. It's yep. cheeseburgers, shakes, fries. That's it. The occasional um, animal style is allowed. Oh, and you know, animal style I, I did grub on before I went vegan. Yeah. Because... That's the only way I'll eat those fries. Animal fries are freaking bomb yeah they're so good but honestly why is the line so long at in and out it's unreasonable yeah and, and <laughs> because you, it's okay i know i'm probably gonna get totally ragged on this but i just don't think in and out is all that it's you know what but and, and there's nothing that i can eat there now um oh I, that's right you can't even have a grilled cheese nope sure can't because cheese you can't even have the bread probably uh probably not so I just don't bother going there. Yeah. But I just don't see the big deal. Now, the habit has is delicious and the has habit. a veggie burger. Now, see, that that's I can what eat. I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Like, that's where the line needs to be. And the tempura green beans are mm, also vegan. So good. Mm. So good. Um, But yeah, so the anyway. <laughs> but the In-N-Out uh, restaurant workers were and it's, you know, 50 style diner. It's all red and white. Yeah. Um, and the workers all wear the little paper hats like uh, Jeff Daniels wore in Pleasantville. Those yep, little. It's exactly like that. Yeah. The little triangular paper hats. Um, and they all wear white uniforms, white pants, white collared shirt. With a red apron. With right? a red apron. Yep. That's got this most gigantic diaper pin closing it at the back you've ever seen <laughs> on in your life. Um, so there were. In this little, like, wrangling zone, mm-hmm. where they're, I'm assuming we're supposed to be scare actors, um, but th- three of them were in and out workers. Yeah, I forget what the other ones were. He was were. like a, condu- he had an accent. Um, oh, didn't he look like, like, almost like a train conductor? I think he was supposed to be a train conductor, but he had a cabbie hat on. Oh, that's I'm right. like, bro, okay. wrong. Yeah, I just choice. didn't get what was going on there. No, but the cool part that I could say about that little waiting area was the video. Yeah, that they played. Yeah, and that's why I rolled down the window, <laughs> had my mask on too. By the way, if you want the windows down, which I mean, I kind of suggest, you just have to keep your mask on. Mm-hmm. But you guys, that shouldn't be so hard. <laughs> it should be like a second skin <laughs> at this point <laughs> um but it's it's good to watch the video because it kind of gets you into the story that they're about to tell in in the drive-thru mm-hmm. so um they mention uh sasquatch messing with sasquatch mm-hmm. sorry <laughs> the uh abandoned oc fairgrounds urban legend and uh they also mention the urban legends surrounding black star canyon which is a it's it's a real place you can go and hike there but apparently a lot of weird things happen mainly at night but i don't know why you are hiking there at night i i don't know nope again nope. i have a shirt that says indoorsy so, 
I would never be there at night. Nope. Um, so it was kind of cool to, you know, just hear like just kind of the basic legends and one of which, and I'll talk about this a little bit later. Um, supposedly there is a Sasquatch story that comes from Black Star Canyon. Ooh. Yeah. So that, I mean, it's kind of cool. Um, so it was kind of cool. Like we're like, Ooh, we're getting into all this spooky stuff. We're getting ready. And then all of a sudden we see a little green light and the cars ahead start moving. So we follow and we're kind of, uh, pulled into like what looks to be like a dark tunnel Mm -hmm. of some sort. It was supposed to be a cave. Oh, a cave. Well, that's what it was, quote unquote, advertised as. But (laughs) here's what it really was. It was really a like you're in between the the if you're familiar with the big mobile mini trailers mm-hmm. that are used to store massive amounts of gear usually for I said gear I'm sorry from my past life of working in MI retail anyway usually you use these for store for m- moving and storing massive amounts of stuff so if you're in an office building and you need to put have some off-site storage or on-site storage because you're moving tables and chairs and all that garbage because you're you know remodeling or f- flooding or natural disaster i don't know whatever <laughs> sometimes you need these i used them for uh in my past life of working in um MI retail, I used them a lot when I had to move massive amounts of inventory, for, you know, guitars and drums and so forth and store it off site. Or if a store just had too much inventory, they would often have these bins in, in their parking lot to right. hold stuff. Um, so we were in this tunnel that was surrounded with these mobile mini storage bins. Yeah. And there was this weird, like, cloth that wasn't even the spooky kind of gauzy yeah, fabric. it's just like they cut it. It was and... cut triangles that were strung across between the yeah, two. Yeah, it was... That's why I said I didn't really know what it was. No, I had no idea. And then after the fact, when I looked at the... um, I, I looked at their website, and then after the fact, it said the cave. And I'm going, oh, it was supposed to be a cave oh and then didn't get that completely gone um and also it's worth noting they used the wrong speakers for their (laughs) audio system i knew you were gonna say something about this (laughs) i will not name the competitor because i happen to work at an audio company now we've been around for a very very long time we're very good at what we do and we know what we're doing this particular audio company happens to be based in Costa Mesa. Oh, so I guess I understand. However, they still use the wrong speakers. (laughs) I mean, the sound was okay. (laughs) And there were a couple of uh, minor, not like minor as in small, like minor as in a minor, uh, as in the person, like a worker. Yeah, exactly. There were a couple of minors that were rolling around, jumping at cars and going, hur, hur. one kind of got you. Oh, yeah. I started to move and I went. Ooh. Oh, yeah. But I mean, it wasn't like, oh, my God. No, I it was like, oh, hey, you're there. Exactly. Oh, look, there you are. That's where you are. You're there. <laughs> you're there. <laughs> <laughs> and then that was it for that. Uh-huh. And then we drove into the next area. Which was uh, in the forest, uh-huh. in the campgrounds. Yes, basically the Black Star um, Canyon. The Black Star Canyon. And it's important <clears> to <throat> note 
for those attending drive-thru haunts. Oh, yes. If you have a newer vehicle. Oh, yeah. That has any sort of object censoring capabilities. So I have a Subaru Crosstrek and there is this called quote unquote eyesight technology because it's supposed to sound really nice. But basically it means if there's an object in front of you that stopped, the car stops for you because you're a dumbass and can't do it yourself because you're not paying attention. So at one point when we were pulling into this area, the attendant was trying to pull me too close to the car in front of me. So no matter how much I stepped on my gas, my car would beep at me and I would get the little warning on my dash Mm. that said object detected as in fuck you lady i'm not going because you're gonna mow into that car and i was a little miffed because the guy kept trying to move me forward and i kept saying i can't and he's like no you can you have room i'm going no come here i physically cannot and i had to have him look at the sensor on my dash (laughs) to show that my car was giving everybody the big middle finger and saying no i'm not moving forward but you know what his response is what pissed me off he he looked at me he's like well you guys just aren't gonna get the full experience like all right asshole let let me tell you something guy we we didn't get the full experience anyway (laughs) (laughs) sorry savage brie decided to whisper something yeah so Um, so be warned if you have a a car that has that kind of sensor on it you're gonna have a problem right but also i don't really feel like they needed to squeeze so many cars uh just another note i feel like it would have been cooler if we were a little bit more spaced out i agree and um on top of that the fact that you had to keep i understand for safety they had you keep turning off your car and turning it back on and and turning off your headlights i totally support um but i don't i feel like the turning your car off was completely unnecessary yeah i think as long as they know cars in park you know you're turn off your headlights but i think that was just them making sure people are not gonna accidentally step on the gas because they're scared Oh, totally. But also, it wasn't scary, so I don't think anybody was going (laughs) to step on the gas. (laughs) Just, you know, sorry. All the shade. Um, (laughs) But anyway, so we're in this forest, and then we start seeing uh, Sasquatch, or the other one I'd like to call Monkey Face. Yeah, it was basically (laughs) a guy in a gorilla costume. I mean... There was nothing Sasquatch about it. It was a guy in a gorilla costume. I think I was laughing about that more than actually like watching Sasquatch killed the campers. Oh my gosh. I was like, is that a monkey mask? I I really was just <laughs> glad that he quote unquote killed the campers so that we could move on to the next thing. And we yeah, I know. I was over. just like, I mean, and no blood splatter, like nothing. We're just going to run into the tent, pretend kill the camper, and then we're moving on to the next section. And the other odd thing that I found in that particular section, so if you remember, there were like these big horned, like almost like it was supposed to be a Wendigo. Yeah. With the red light. Or the red, I was the red totally lights, expecting eyes. something with that. Yeah. And nothing. 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 So many missed opportunities. Right? <laughs> I mean, but clearly they did not want to spend money on the Sasquatch outfit no they're like yeah just go get a monkey suit it's fine right it was everyone will know what it it is it was um it it was very reminiscent for me of uh 
Fosse Verdon when they're filming Cabaret and Gwen Verdon goes to get the the monkey suit. I'm like, oh, it's Gwen Verdon. (laughs) Oh, man. This is so sad. Mm -hmm. So then after that, um, we move into the abandoned um, uh, OC Fairgrounds carnival area, which I'm like, oh, shit, you guys, there's going to be clowns. I'm Mm -hmm. not up for this. Yep, yep. But there was nothing. Nothing. We're just just sitting there. We just sat there. No scares whatsoever. No background music. No creepy carnival. No animatronics. Nothing. And no clowns, which I'm okay with. (laughs) We just (laughs) sat there for five minutes. Yeah, Yeah. five minutes. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then... um, we move into what is the last area, which we didn't know, but I'll just let you guys know. It is the last area. Mm-hmm. And we are treated. Did you see how I wrote that in quotations? Treated. <laughs> um, to like a whole dance sequence. So there's these dancers and they're all kind of wearing the, the light up purge masks that you've seen, you know, from the movie. They're made famous from the movie. And, um, so they're doing this whole dance sequence and, you know, it's kind of cool. So we get the light sticks again. I told you I was going to mention the light sticks. <laughs> and it was, it, but the, the dance routine was basically set to music that was if Rob Zombie and Skrillex had a baby. Pretty much. So that's why we were kind of having fun with it. We just got the light sticks and we're having our own little rave in the we car. We had our own little dance party. Yeah. And then all of a sudden the dancers start summoning Bloody Mary random that wasn't mentioned in the video in the beginning sure wasn't huh i mean they talked about like cults and devil worshipers in the black star um forest but i mean there was no mention of bloody mary (laughs) but anyway she comes out in her glory and uh then she starts fist pumping and dancing with them to the music and then she, Darth Vader, throat chokes them <laughs> from a distance, and they all fall down dead. The end. And then we were going, is that it? That's it? We're done? We're all over? No more? And we drove out. Yeah. And that was the end. Yeah. Was- and I think we all kind of had question marks above our heads. Yeah. <laughs> it was, yeah. So, my biggest <clears throat> criticism, and... To, so to be fair, one, I understand that these have never really been done before. Yeah. We have not lived through a pandemic in which we needed to make drive through haunted houses, for lack of a better term. Right. So kudos to the Urban Legends team for at least trying. Mm-hmm. Um, however. However, there are, there are a few things that could have made this a lot better. And for the price of the ticket, because I think... Yeah, so... So, uh, Wednesdays, it starts at sixty nine, ninety nine, and then uh, Thursdays and Sundays, it's, again, sixty nine ninety nine, And then Fridays, we bump up to 89 per vehicle, and then Saturday is uh, 99 Now, for, now, if I click on Saturday, um, it should give me the VIP, I'm assuming. Well, and I think when I bought our VIP, it was... I'm just I, it guess. was a little cheaper than so, that. 
Oh yeah, because it, I mean, we bought them because like, we really bought them early. early. We bought them like at the end of August. Did we? We did. We didn't. We just did up to five. Yes. Oh, okay. So it's eighty. It, oh wait, no. Okay, because I totally clicked uh, November first. Let's not do that. Let's do. Let's do the twenty fourth since that's coming up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's sold out, but I just want to see. Okay, so the VIP drive through admission. Um, I mean, it's sold out, so you can't go. Well. November 1st is available, by the way. Um, but the VIP admission is 119. That's absurd. And then uh, you get, and then there's also a charge of $24. Now, if you're bringing in a, a bigger group, so six to nine people, that's 139. That's absurd. I, I yeah. I'm, I'm going to be honest, not worth it. General admission for that day is 99. Well, so let's talk about the ticket for a minute. So I feel like for what we got, we did not pay. We did, we did not get a quote unquote VIP experience. No. Nope. Um, the only thing that VIP gets you is it gets you a lane that's closer to the dance party stage at the end. Yeah. That's it. It does not get you faster entry. It does not get you. It does get you the, the photo op of, you know, your blurry faces in your car. But other than that, it I mean, you don't get anything on this haunt. If you really feel like you have to go through it, this is the only circumstance in which I will say do not get the VIP yeah, because don't. it was not worth the extra money. I like in the description, it says four immersive shows. Oh, Jesus. Wait, what was the fourth one? Exactly. <laughs> I love the look you just gave me. I was like, girl, there was no fourth show. So a couple of a couple of criticisms. Um, I understand that while we are in times of COVID, that it may be a little bit more difficult to have scare actors that are closer. However, very beginning, the in and out guys shouldn't have been in and out guys if we're really going urban legends there are so many different places that they could have taken that they could have gone with different types of cryptids that were creeping around the place they could have gone with bloody mary could have been in the front and she could Mm -hmm. have had really bomb makeup um they i mean there are so many or they could have had freaking slender man well i mean and um and i was just curious after um we went through this i'd never been to black star canyon um so i wanted to look up like what is the big deal about Mm -hmm. this is it really creepy or you know like or is it they're just making it up Mm -hmm. so apparently this place is like full of ghosts and there have been real reports of sasquatch sightings in the area so i guess that's why they had brought in the sasquatch but the other thing that i thought was um interesting is saying there's lots of ghost sightings here and i feel like they could have has how we saw the like kind of wendigo um creature which i kind of thought that was interesting Mm -hmm. considering the story um that i heard about black star canyon um where a group of trappers uh searching for their stolen horses fought a band of uh I'm, i'm sorry if i do this name wrong but a band of tongva natives Ooh, and creepy yeah and they fought and it was a massacre in 1831 interesting that they kind of had like a wendigo creature kind of looming in in the uh in in the canyon (laughs) um 
But also another really cool thing about Black Star Canyon is that there's an old mine shaft there. So that kind of made me think of the beginning. I was like, oh, maybe we're going into kind of like the tunnel at the beginning of a mine shaft. Oh. But I mean, like, that's what it was supposed to be. Yeah. So that's why they're the miners. And it still exists there. Uh, oh my god see oh so many missed opportunities i know there's so much they could have done with this and so let me tell you i've i've built many haunted houses and i've been a scare actor in many haunted houses over the last 15 years now he missed the biggest missed opportunity was that damn cave yeah. Um, because so many opportunities to scare people. Well, one opportunities to scare people, but two, I didn't know what it was. Yeah. It was no, just, I had no idea. No, it was literally mobile mini trailers, which are gigantic steel trailers and they weren't decorated. Let me tell you craft paper at any hardware supply store or buy it in bulk is so freaking cheap i as with a group of other folks i built an entire cave mine themed haunted house and i had to play a freaking spider oh this you know actually last saturday before we went Mm -hmm. uh john john newberry we love you john newberry (laughs) um he actually told me the story oh yeah and how he's the only person that could ever get me to be a spider and he got me to do it two years in a row yep I love John Newberry. That's the only reason why I did it. <laughs> I was kind of excited. I mean, I'm still excited about this year, mm-hmm. but I was more excited at the thought that you might, you might have had to dress up as a nun this year. Oh my God. I was like, I'm like, do you, you know, know, you know what I was doing in the background. Like, John just <laughs> picks all these things that he knows that I hate. He's like, here, Sarah, go do this. Like, I mean, is it bad that I mentioned that to him? <laughs> did you really? um i unfriend you no podcast canceled i just kind of told him the story of the conjuring house Uh, how i almost ran everybody over, or how you just left me yeah just just leave your back black friend to die with the nun it's fine hey when you're trying to outrun a lion you don't have to outrun the lion you just have to run faster than the person next to you (laughs) just saying i see how it is (laughs) Um, but anyway when we built this this cave themed haunted house we we have bought so much stinking craft paper because all you have to do is crump like tear off a big sheet it doesn't have to be fancy crumple it up wrinkle it up real good and then you staple it into the sides of things and you kind of protrude it out a little bit so easy to make it look like actual rock and don't get me wrong i was real tired of crumpling paper by the time we were done building that thing (laughs) but it looked so good and it's so inexpensive so i i guess my struggle is i don't understand why if for the price of some plywood and some two by fours Mm -hmm. to make movable walls they could and then just buy a shitload of craft paper they they could have made it look like an actual cave or an actual mine well and it I started to think about, too, um, like, what was their budget for this? Because maybe they thought, I I don't know, like, maybe they just thought it wasn't going to sell. I think, too, that they... I knew right away this was going to be a thing. Oh, yeah. And we should get on these tickets right away. Oh, totally. Uh, 
I didn't know that it wasn't going to be that good. <laughs> well, here's the, I, I think that it was so expensive. Like, so good example for Derby. Anytime we book the fairgrounds for one hall, it's exorbitantly expensive. Yeah, I can and, only imagine. Well, and even though the fairgrounds are closed, so you would have thought that the fairgrounds would have been like, yeah, we'll make you a really good deal because we're not making any money anyway. Yeah, right it's not now. like we're doing anything. Yeah, I feel like <laughs> the fairgrounds were probably really expensive. Yeah, that's um, probably true. And and I feel like most of their budget went to securing the lot. Right, but I feel like the ticket prices. I mean, because they're sold out now. Mm-hmm. I f- I feel like the ticket prices. There are gonna be a lot of disappointed people. Yeah, but I, I feel like the ticket prices should have kind of covered whatever the OC Fairgrounds was charging them to set this up. I agree. And get some sponsors. Well, I mean, did they I did they have sponsors? I don't know, but they should have. Look, I'm like I'm looking. I work in marketing. I will tell you the tricks. Get sponsors. Yeah, they got none. I'm looking at their website. Oh, okay. I'm like I, yeah. s- I see nothing. Yeah. Um I mean, they have food packages that could have been. They did have something. So the food packages were like were snacky type things. It was like chicky tenders and donuts and that kind of stuff. Um, but I think that that would be my criticism for the cave section. And then the other pieces with the scare actors, I understand too that with COVID, you have to keep your actors socially distant. However. They could have substituted actors with some animatronics mm-hmm. or some resettable scares. Yeah, so exactly. Perhaps have things that could, you know, maybe fake falling rocks or that fall in front of cars or to the sides of cars or, you know, a fake explosion with some lights and some fog. I mean, there were things that they could have done to make it a little more involved instead of just having scare actors come in your car yeah. and go. I hope y'all take your notes. Right. <laughs> Dear <laughs> Urban Legend. We're telling you how to do your haunt. Because I'm, I'm, I just feel like we're not the only ones who feel this way. I hope not. Otherwise, we're going to sound like real assholes when this episode airs. Yep. Um, but then moving into the second <laughs> section with the Sasquatch area and the campgrounds and such. Same thing. Understand, can't have actors too close together. Can't have too many actors. But... There could have been more foliage. There could have been more things to make it like more shrubbery. Like have the trees fall. Yeah. And they, or something. And, I don't know. And I'm a big fan, not to harp on it, but I'm a big fan of the cheap plywood. Make your own movable walls that have plywood and two by fours. Did it for years with with people building haunted houses. And they could have built actual, like an actual set tunnel yeah. that would have had, and I mean, obviously keep the top open because we have to be safe during a pandemic. But if we would have had some walls on the side that had, didn't even have to be murals painted because I understand that that probably gets expensive. But there are so many scenes, like go on, uh, orientaltrading.com there are so many photo op like like photo drop backgrounds yep. that they could have put I mean, on the those dollar walls. tree has it right <laughs> so they're they're they could have built more ambiance because it was it looked like um 
I was in a staging warehouse and it's like, hey, you want one of these bushes for your little office staging? Yeah, look, look at this tent. It's only uh, $199.99. <laughs> yeah. But they're just, there, there wasn't any ambiance. If they would have had the the Wendigo monsters be animatronics that like actually moved and did things, that would have been super cool. Yeah. Um, they There's could've... so much they could have done with that. Yeah. Like I was saying, the whole, you know, the whole deal about, you know, uh, Black Star is like, there's like all this creepy stuff that happens there. Yeah. Like, you know, and they even said there's like, you'll f- run into like cult activity there. Ooh. Like they could have done so many things with yeah. that. <laughs> um, also, the ghost projections. I'm a big fan of the ghost projectors. Oh, and those are good. Yeah. So even the, um, because I, I have, a couple of years ago, I bought several projectors that played the DVDs and I bought the ghost, ghostly apparitions ones best investment ever couldn't they have like oh maybe not i was thinking they could project it like on the car window somehow but mm. it would just go through it never yeah. mind but you know what they could have done they could have had the um the translucent screens that you can buy that, oh that were um in front of the trees and in front of some of the shrubbery mm-hmm. that had the the ghosts actually being projected across it they could have done that and those projectors are really not that expensive i think i got mine on sale they were like 40 or 50 bucks each i think it's, now yeah. they're i think now they're about like 120 i just got really really lucky um but still that's not that's very inexpensive right um and the other so yeah there's just there's a lot that they could have done there and then moving into the, the carnival area nothing like full-on disappointment like what what maybe something wasn't working or maybe they were just missing actors i guess because for that particular scene it, it wasn't even it wasn't staffed um they no, had it was empty yeah and they had a really cool ferris wheel also missed opportunity they could have had like little animatronic dolls or something like that in the ferris wheel dead body parts yeah or body parts i mean yeah they 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 could have done a lot there um there was the the merry-go-round yeah that wasn't moving there were so many things they could have done with that Mm -hmm. and even i was kind of like where's the clowns right what's a carnival you you would never hear that come out of my mouth (laughs) 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 yeah there there so i'm not sure if perhaps to your point they just had everybody call out that evening and they weren't (laughs) able to do this gear but they didn't even have us turn off our cars at that point we just literally were parked waiting to go into the last area yeah so there's i would have liked to have seen even if they just had music even if it was just real creepy carnival music Mm -hmm. that would have been great they could have had the ferris wheel be functioning and moving you know they also could have had the merry-go-round moving yeah like just doing some creepy thing like once we were sitting there parking and have everything like just start moving all by itself yeah like even they could have had somebody in the background like not even you know out in the open just popping balloons even that scares people mm-hmm. having one you know what would have been really cool is um one creepy like twist either twisty the clown or art the clown from terrifier and all house eve i mean just just bring on pennywise too right like one one clown on top of the ferris wheel and then he could you know do whatever weird thing and then the ferris wheel starts moving and then this other thing starts moving and they could have had different lighting effects as well um i'm a big fan of the little lightning strobes oh yeah that make things and 
here's the other thing, guys. You can do a lot with DMX lighting control and lighting is not that expensive no the stuff that my company makes is a little too but even then like why not just rent yeah there's a ton of rental houses especially because if you don't know if this is gonna like continue into next year Mm -hmm. why not just rent i'm sure people are desperate Mm -hmm. companies and they were like oh we'll just give you a deal so you can yeah and then they can advertise for them you you, know what i mean yeah and you you don't even need like a, a big fancy console to run your your dmx show you can just do it off of a laptop all you need is a computer with the dmx software and the lighting effects that are all hooked up and i mean obviously you need a couple of other things to connect them but they could have at least had some spooky lighting mm-hmm. throughout all of these experiences yeah they're i mean there's just so much mm-hmm. and then the final section you know, while the the dance party was fun, I guess we could say you we said had that the, with a big question mark. Well, because I guess in comparison to the rest of it, that was the most fun part. Because we entertaining, had our, yeah, at least, yeah. yeah. Um, so I just didn't get it. I didn't get having you know the Das Bunker dancers with the weird music, and then here is there and then they just turn around and summon bloody mary first off everyone knows that you summon bloody mary with your bathroom mirror yeah so, there's no mirror yeah there's no summoning bloody mary in dos bunker and I'm then sorry she to say. didn't she come out of like a um she came out of a truck <laughs> she came out of the back of a freaking truck <laughs> she's been frozen there the whole time right i'm like <laughs> this is Le- read your urban legends everybody right because bathroom mirror bloody mary does not live in the back of a truck bed no she, <laughs> she does not um and then yeah the the darth vader chokehold thing was a little weird i mean like i don't know i just felt like it would have been cool if she just like flew across somewhere i, I don't know yeah or like, at she least- was just there you know, if the stage would have been set up, like if they would have set up a bathroom type area, mm-hmm. then I would have understood a little more. But there were more dancers in that one scene. First off, they were not socially distant. <laughs> Second off. I mean, the- they're kind of wearing masks, though. Yeah, kind of. I mean. But they, they, there were more act or more dancers in that one section than there were actors in the entire yeah the rest of the thing it's like they put all their chips into the dance scene yeah but the stage and the lighting yeah the music yeah <sighs> it just it yeah so and then the end was very abrupt once you drive past bloody mary you're just back in the parking lot and that's it and that's it that's that's all she wrote um so you know i we we are going to the LA Haunted Hayride, which we usually do each year. And it's historically been in Griffith Park um, out here in Los Angeles. However, this year, because Griffith Park is still closed, it's going to be over in San Dimas, which is a little bit further out from that. I feel like that's a missed opportunity too. Because why couldn't we have just driven through the old Griffith Park Zoo? Just like in the Haunted Hayride. Like on the Hayride? Well, I think it's, is it even open right now? Well, I mean, but I'm just saying, the, I don't I mean, couldn't they have opened it just for that? I don't know. I mean, obviously, it's not really open maybe for hiking and right. such yeah. because people don't know how to put their trash away. <laughs> 
Yeah, <laughs> thanks to all the litter bugs in Southern California, you got our hiking I mean, trails you guys, come on, human feces. Yeah. On the trails. Hold it like a normal person. Or just go before you go on a hike, right. like a normal person. Yep. For adults, <laughs> please control your bowel movements. I know. I can understand, like, if you have to urinate. It's fine. Yeah. That will go away, but... And, and the, the amount in which, like, I get it, sometimes emergencies happen, but it was the volume... That, yeah that so much trash so much human poop not even dog poop it was human poop mm-hmm. or a really big dog i was like i can understand why they closed all the trails off mm-hmm. because we can't keep it together mm-hmm. <laughs> but i mean i feel like if it if they could do it for that particular event but i think with the theme of what they're going for i think they had to kind of pick a different location from what i've heard because I, you know, of course, I asked around <laughs> just to get the 411, just to see how it was. So we'll, we'll see how we like it. Yeah, I'm hoping that although um, some friends of ours that went did not care for it. So that yeah. makes me a little bit nervous. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that, you know, these drive through haunts are just really, really difficult to pull off. I- for whatever the reason, I you know, I understand it's not going to be a one-to-one experience, but if it was at least moderately scary or creative, that would be something different. Um, and we're actually going to be building our, our and acting in our own drive-through haunted house the day before Halloween I'm out so here excited. in SoCal. Yeah, so that'll be fun. But you know what? This has actually been really good research for us because we now now we know what works and what doesn't work. Mm-hmm. So that'll, I think, make us ultimately better scare actors. Yeah, and I really hope we can scare the bejesus out of somebody. I hope so. In park. Yes. <laughs> Not with their foot on the gas. <laughs> yep. So we're, I, you know, I guess on a scale of one to five, how would you rate it? One to five screams. Like 0. 0.5? <laughs> Is that too mean? I mean... I'll try to be a little nice and I'll just give it a one. Yeah. One I think scream. A one, I, think a one I mean, fair. I get it. It's a new thing and you got to work the kinks out. But I also feel like they've had a week to kind of adjust like what's working, what's not working. Mm-hmm. And I feel like they've could have kind of like boosted it up. Mm-hmm. So, especially with all the money they made, you can't tell me they haven't made any money from this. Oh, totally. I mean, it's sold out. Yeah, <laughs> and that's that's my biggest complaint is that for as much as it cost to go, I feel like it was put together really, really cheaply. Yeah, the whole experience just felt cheap. Like the one thing I can say about Universal Horror Nights. When we buy the VIP, I can say that, yes, sometimes the price is, like, astronomical. But when you actually go into some of these haunts, that shit is decorated. And... (laughs) To to the T. (laughs) And even if I don't necessarily like the Universal mazes every year, because I think last Mm -hmm. last year was better than 2018. 2018 was the worst year they've had. Totally agree. But even, you know what, even at their worst, I loved the Universal Monsters maze. Yeah, just the decorations and mm-hmm. the, the, 
the sets like it and just, they're they're well staffed the mazes are well staffed and they also utilize their movie magic and they mm-hmm. do have some animatronics um for example the year that they did the poltergeist maze they had the huge poltergeist oh, ghost that was great. so cool when they did ghostbusters last year i liked that they had the full car and everything yeah i mean even if it wasn't like that scary it was still like really cool to look at like i mean i i rag on the stranger things maze every year it was it's been terrible <laughs> because it's literally a stranger things walkthrough it's it, not it a maze no it hasn't been good at all there's there's no scares in it but what they do with the inside does look cool mm-hmm. i'll say that the the 2019 stranger things maze was better than the first I one mean, they did if we if we have to do this again next year I say, why not collaborate with one of these bigger, you know, Halloween events and put some ideas together for these drive throughs Oh, yeah. Like, go in 50-50 with Universal and be like, hey, here's what we want to do. Because, I mean, honestly, if it's going to be good and you, I mean, and obviously you pay a lot with the, the advertising and whatnot, people will go because people want to do their regular halloween activities that's why when i saw these were happening i'm like oh crap yeah we gotta get on these tickets this is gonna be cool because this is gonna be like the new thing we're gonna have to probably continue this yeah so i i say just take notes and see what's working see what's not because honestly when we were going through i didn't hear not one scream from anyone's car no and everybody had their windows down yep or make people have their windows up so that you could scare them on their window. Mm-hmm. I think that that probably would have scared well, me. But we also live in a really litigious society, and I'm sure that some Karen would have had a problem with oh, man. with people jumping on their car. Which that's true. You know, I I get. Well, I'm not but, saying jump on your car, but like get close to the window. Yeah. Because like they were so far away that I was just kind of like, oh, okay. Yep. Like I think that's the whole thing about you know these mazes that. They get real close, but not too close. Mm-hmm. Uh, this, you know, it's kind of the thing. But yep. I don't know. I think it'd be a good idea, but we'll we'll see with the other ones that we attend. <laughs> yeah, I'm hoping the next one's better. Um, but please know that if you did buy a ticket to Urban Legends Haunt, we apologize in advance. We did not care for it. We hope that. Our opinions are the anomalies and that if you do go, that you do have a good time and you do enjoy it. If nothing else, it was nice to be able to go with, you know, a couple of friends who we all know have been quarantining. We were all safe. We all had masks. Mm -hmm. So it's it was nice to be able to just get out and see people and do something kind of spooky fun. And that was that was the best part of it for me. Right. Me too. But otherwise, friends, it just wasn't good. Yeah. Sorry. And if you've gone... Please um, send us your review of it, too. We'd like to know. Yeah, we would really like to know what you think. And Maybe we would... you were scared. Yes, I hope you were. Because Tell us. we were not. Really? Yeah. But, well, and then when we go to the Haunted Hayride, we'll let you know about that, too. Mm-hmm. Sure will. <laughs> that concludes our episode for today. Yes, please, if you haven't already, subscribe, rate, and review anywhere you listen to our podcast, and uh, like us on Facebook and Instagram at The Squaggles. Do it. We appreciate it. Yes, please. And merch. We have merch. We have stuff. We got lots of stuff. Yeah, man. Buy it. Please. It's so pretty. We have dog hoodies. Yeah. 
fanny packs. Lots of fun stuff. You're going to need fanny packs. You know, the 80s is coming back anyway, so. Totally. In the 90s. Totally. <laughs> so get on those fanny packs. Yeah, man. All right. Creep it real. We'll scare you later. Goodbye. Bye.